Good morning, all you beautiful pecans and peacocks. Welcome in. It's the 3rd of August. Did you realize that? We're already here. Hey, we're on Friday, Junior. I don't know about you, but woo, I could use that Friday, but still another day to the work week. And for those of you that got the weekend jobs working retail or just work all the time, I know sometimes it's just a struggle. But hey, to get you off that struggle bus, we're going to get you going with Jason in the morning. If it's your first time listening to us, we refer to all of you as beautiful peahens and peacocks because that's what you are. You're gorgeous, you're beautiful, and you do amazing things. Each of you has feathers of a different color. We just encourage you to shake them up, show them off, and sometimes let us ruffle them. Speaking of ruffle, let's go with Webster's Wheel. They're going to get us kicked off with our morning. Here we go. Welcome to this episode of Jason in the Morning. Kicking us off out of the Associated Press, China has a proposal to limit children's smartphone time to two hours a day. Now, if they weren't in control of their life enough, and I mean, I guess they could reduce it by two hours a day if they reduce the number of children that people are allowed to have. So hey, kiddos, are you listening? Hey, you, in the van, pay attention. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Uh... So what they're talking about is the Cyberspace Administration of China said that they are drafting guidelines to reduce the amount of time that children between the ages of 8 and 15 would, would be on the phone. So those 8 through 15 would only get an hour a day. Those under 8 would only get 40 minutes. So, I mean, if you're in that age group, what can you accomplish in an hour a day on your phone? What could you accomplish in 40 minutes now the hard part is what if what if you need it uh, if you're over 16 or 16 to 18 you get uh, two hours the full two hours a day but I mean if you're using it to like get around use the metro things like that now, if you're in a rural area I don't know what you use it for but you know the folks that are in the city they're probably like hey we, we need this a little more can I use my calculator or whatever other excuse that people give their parents of why they need to be on the phone folks we covered this before. I mean, if you've read the, again, we talk about the classics all the time. To Kill a Mockingbird, right? What are Jem and Scout doing most of the time, especially when Dill comes from the summer? Well, they're using their imagination. They're running around outside. Outside of maybe Pokemon Go, can't think of a lot of other apps that are forcing you to be outside. Now, what China's trying to do, ironically enough, because they are behind TikTok and many other algorithmic apps that are pulling children into the cell phone world, but this is totally the case of, hey, this is fine for your kid, but not for my kid. My kid is special, right? Am I off base here? Am I striking the point? Anyway, um, that's just how China feels on this one, and so... Uh, they are 
trying to figure it out. And even their own internal, uh, like Tencent, which is one of their biggest game companies there, um, for it. Now, they're saying it's for the protection of miners. Now, one of the things would agree with wholeheartedly, and we've talked about where places like Roblox or uh, chat servers, discords, and the like, those can cause many unseen dangers, especially when you're allowing predators and not having other controls in place to be online. So all about that. But this will be interesting to see how they go in there because how are they monitoring? Is it through their phone service? Is it through the app service? Or is there just some other way to do it? Or is that what screen time has been doing the whole time is spying on you and telling other folks just how long you're on each app and on your phone. Yeah, think about it folks. Again, we talk about data. If it's doing something, it's measuring something. And what gets measured gets done, and what gets done tends to get reported. Speaking of reported, we're going to report about our other broadcast here during the break. So we're going to take a break. We'll be right back with the B-side. Hey, it's Jason from Jason in the Morning. Hey, have you ever wondered about this thing that we call the mind, bro? Have you ever wondered, like, if you just took these thoughts and carried them out a little bit deeper, a little bit longer, and really burrowed in to try to get at these answers and to kind of think about where it's going, or just even wondering what the thoughts would be on it? Well, the team from uh, our team has gotten together, and you can find out and listen with a new podcast that's recently been launched called The Mind Burrow. You can check it out on all of your access points to podcasts. Our couple of podcast episodes already deep. Come join the team, figure it out, listen to the topics that we've got, and check it out. All right, welcome into the B side here as we get going. This is an interesting one. We talked about goods, bads, others of artificial intelligence. This one uh, that's being reported by Rupenda Brahmart. Uh, he's talking about how artificial intelligence is helping. Uh, brain implants. And so what this study has done, a person was injured during a diving accident in 2020. Folks over at the Feinstein Institutes are looking uh, to reestablish the connection between brain, body, and spinal cord. I'm going to let that sink in because if you know anything about research, science, mind, body, brain, yep, if you're not a dualist, you just confuse yourself. Right, and so if you've been in the areas of for e-cognition, and then understanding that there is a large mixture and a calculation between the mind, the body, the brain, the environment in which you're operating in, then you know there's a piece for you to learn about. So they put an implant inside the person's brain, uh, and it helps increase their ability to move a few of the body parts, but also to feel sensations uh, through their body. Uh, And so this has been huge, especially for the individual. He says, uh, quote, there was a time that I didn't know if I was even going to live or if I wanted to, frankly. And now I can feel the touch of someone holding my hand. It's very overwhelming. Uh, And so bringing hope to those people who have had such injuries because it's trying to help reconstruct the lost neural pathways uh, to increase the activity there. And so part of this is trying to figure out what the right spot is to locate the implant as well between the spine and which vertebrae to put it in. Uh, This has been going on for a couple years and continued here. But it also lets the, uh, when it's firing, the artificial intelligence piece comes in to help complete 
what appears to be missing uh, thoughts in turning that into action and converting it into action. And so the commands work that way to send um, and fire the messages, uh, allowing him to feel and or move. So uh, this is interesting and very intriguing. There's a lot of technology, a lot of research, and a lot of things that go into this. But again, with the implants, and we haven't talked about it too much here on the show, but biohacking is real, right? And so that's something to think about. And, you know, if you're in the younger generation and coming up and trying to design things and think about them, that is something worthwhile to think about is, hey, what and how can we influence what we're doing by what we can input into our bodies, right? What can you put in your body that's going to make you feel uh, these sensations or feel different or feel better? Uh, Got to be something, right? Maybe. All right, and our last one, the group stages are wrapping up as we speak uh, for the Women's World Cup. A couple of shockers in there as well. But some questions have been arising about Team USA's women's national team and asking questions, what is happening? They got two draws in the group stage, only one win, and not as convincing as the Netherlands win over Vietnam. So just a side-by-side comparison there, even though the U.S. tied the Netherlands. So then you have to ask yourself, well, were they playing up or down to their competition? Were they saving themselves? Is there some confusion? Many stories have come out that perhaps this is a place where success has not bred success. And so you worry about the condition of the team and what does that say? A couple of stories have come out in the last week or so that it could be uh, just parts of the mental health uh, of the team. Uh, Alex Morgan in a story uh, by Mahu Rolta covers that uh, Alex Morgan, the co-captain, has uh, asked for leave uh, for mental health issues, was denied by the coach. Uh, That can't help your team psyche. But then also the success that these women have had off the field with the NWSL, its success and their ability to uh, find it elsewhere, whereas, you know, 10 years ago or more, all that the women's side had was international play. You also have the tide being raised around the world globally. Other coaches are expanding out to other teams. Uh, There's increase in revenue for these sports. And so you're seeing the, the playing field, as it were, being more level for what they're doing. And so an interesting piece here in the Mind Bureau is conflating what it means to have uh, the progressive and forward-thinking proactive mental health piece, right? Because just because there's a team psychologist or because they say they're addressing issues may not always get to the piece to increase their performance. Because that's the other half of it is how do you increase one, the cognitive ability to uh, be able to affect change for their human performance on the field. Now, of course, human performance is what I said because they are human and they're trying to get out there and perform to the best of their abilities. But just like you and I, there are different capabilities that they have to be able to work on it. Uh, other folks have said it's just a pure distraction. Uh, Netflix announced they're doing a documentary on Team USA, so they are there in New Zealand and Australia reporting, have been recording the team and workups up to the World Cup. Uh, so, you know, 
<laughs> for Netflix, you know, if I were them, I'd be like, hey, maybe we should just back off and be in the shadows uh, and, you know, while they're winning. Because what you don't want to have happen is kind of like their, oddly um, enough, and apropos, is that uh, their Netflix documentary on quarterbacks, right? Now, they won the lottery with Patrick Mahomes, but that was kind kind of just happenstance and luck, but they ran into a train wreck with Marcus Mariota with what happened with the Falcons, the uh, the injury, surgery, and just being all bad blood all the way around. So the other piece to this is just, you know, there, there are multiple sides to a human, and it's not all lifting weights, it's not all doing sprints. There's a cognitive piece that goes to this, because just like we talked about with the brain implant, there's another piece to the human that has to be cared for and fed in order to strive for this peak performance. So likely an industry that will continue to grow um, where you're blending the science with the psychology because it, it can't, it doesn't need to just be one track. It has to be multiple to get at the holistic human. All right, let's take a look at what we're doing with sports and how that's looked across the board for us today. As mentioned, a number of uh, winding up games here for the Women's World Cup. We'll spin you around the baseball diamond first. You've got the Dodgers uh, winning, Braves winning, Nationals, Astros, Padres, Mariners, Marlins, Yankees, Blue Jays, Cardinals, Rangers, Cubs, and Giants all winners. NFL action gets started tonight. Jets and Browns in the Hall of Fame game uh, this evening. Uh, Women's World Cup action as well. Uh, the uh, two final two matches here uh, going South Korea and Germany. Germany uh, has come down, come back from a one nothing uh, lead by Korea. They're up two one. Morocco over Colombia one nil. More scores from yesterday: Sweden over Argentina. South Africa over Italy, Panama loses to France 6-3, and Jamaica and Brazil ended up in a tie, which, whew, that is surprising. All right, so looking at your group stage as it is now, you have Switzerland, Norway moving on, Australia, Nigeria moving on, Canada, the defending Olympic champion not moving on, Japan, Spain, England, Denmark, Netherlands, and United States moving on, France and Jamaica, Brazil is out. Uh, you have Sweden and South Africa moving on, and then those last two matches. So if Korea wins, actually it doesn't matter. Colombia and Germany will move on. Germany would win on goal differentials, so all Germany needs to do is tie or win to move on. Uh, so we'll continue to cover that uh, elsewhere. Leagues Cup action, Dallas over Mazatlan, Houston over Pachuca. This is the round of 32. Miami over Orlando, and LAFC over Juarez. Let's see if there were uh, how we did. Everybody's following Messi uh, since he was playing down there as well. Did he score? Yes, scored two goals uh, in that victory as well, so he's continuing to, to dominate and do what he needs to do. Morley Cup action uh, this evening. Uh, you've got Charlotte playing and a couple of other teams. Uh, Real Madrid loses to Juventus in Orlando last night. 
Uh, so that's surprising. Two losses by Real Madrid there on the tour. All right, that's what we've got for you. As always, we're brought to you by Linda's Library for Socialites and Savages, Julia's Prudent Produce, Heathcliff's Captivating Lodging, Jack and Ralph's Expeditions, Julia's Delicious Prudent Produce, and Montauk's Fire Services, Yum Yum Pie by Webster's Wheel. And uh, that's what we've got for you today. As always, we encourage you to be good to each other, be good to yourselves, be good humans. All right, we'll be back at it tomorrow on your Friday Actual, reminding you, just do your level best. All right, we'll talk to you then. Jason in the morning, we're out of here.